Welcome to Reyes on Astrology, and I'm your host, Raya Marshall, where I use the lens of traditional astrology and translate it for those living in modern times. Hi everyone, it's Raya with Reyes on Astrology. Today I'm going to be talking about Mercury stationing direct, which will happen late at night, um, right around 1.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on February 3rd. So Mercury stationing direct is the last of the planets moving in retrograde phase. So now we're going to have all planets moving direct. Things should start progressing, moving a little bit smoother. Um, We do have to remember that Mercury will still be in its shadow phase until um, February, February 23rd. So it's going to slowly start picking up, but right now we have everything moving direct. Very exciting. Uh, fun little fact, Mercury was the last of the planets to station direct for this um, this time period, and it will be the first planet to station retrograde in May. So uh, Mercury is first and last, and he's kind of kicking, uh, kicking off this time period. So like I said, Mercury is still in its shadow phase. It will be until February 23rd. So things are going to start progressing forward a little bit, but we might have to be going back over some sort of themes or topics or um, discussions that were happening during the Mercury retrograde period. Uh, Mercury is in Capricorn right now, about 24 degrees, uh, and it will be moving back into the sign of Aquarius uh, right around February 14th, depending on your time zone. Um, But most importantly, right now we have Mercury stopping in the sky, um, very, very close to Pluto. It's within three degrees of Pluto. It's been close to Pluto for quite some time since about January 26. It's been, it's been incredibly close to Pluto. Um, and it's also sextile Neptune and Pisces, uh, Neptune and Pisces is at 21 degrees and we have Mercury at 24. So while Mercury is stationing, we have Neptune and Pluto, we have to also think about as well too, as far as the energy of, of the next week or so. Um, so I've been really kind of focusing on this Mercury-Pluto aspect just because it's been, it's been long. It's been, it's been longer than normal. Uh, typically, Mercury and Pluto meet up conjunct once a year. Um, and Mercury transits are relatively quick, happening a day or so. But since Mercury has been retrograde, it's been happening for much longer. So Pluto has really been <laughs> the heavy hitter uh, between the Venus retrograde, between all the planets in Capricorn, um, and then, of course, this this uh, Mercury retrograde. So this is the this is realistically Mercury is going to make a one two three pass at Pluto. First, it was December twenty um, ninth, and realistically, it's been within five degrees of Pluto since tw- since January twenty sixth. Like I had said, um, and it's going to be moving away from that five degree cap or move away from that Capricorn orb on February 15th. So we're still going to be having this for quite some time. So let's remember that until Mercury is, is until Mercury goes back into Aquarius, Pluto is going to be playing a heavy role with this, um, with this, with this transit, with this phase, with this Mercury phase that's happening. So Mercury and Pluto and Neptune things can be like a deep and expansive imagination. Um, you could have a lot of 
meaningful insight into the mind and having some sort of um, like a cathartic release of built up emotions or thoughts um, through some sort of imagine imagination process or through some sort of spiritual spiritual growth or spiritual um, spiritual meaning so uh, I wouldn't be surprised if some people are kind of feeling a lot more sensitive to things that are hidden under the surface for this time period. Um, things are kind of bubbling up and coming, coming out, and it's almost as if uh, it's been there all this long, all this time. But now that Mercury is direct, it's suddenly an issue, and it suddenly needs to be addressed, or there's some sort of um, breaking point to it. Um, I could also see this as a time to release what's been on your mind, sharing secrets to help with some sort of spiritual growth or help with some sort of emotional growth, um, sharing things that are undesirable and messy. Because we have Mercury retrograde had is just ending, um, you know, retrograde periods are usually an internal time where it's like review, revisit, um, revise, rethink. So I could see... Um, for Mercury retrograde is possibly you were you were evaluating your emotions to a certain extent. And now that Mercury is stationing direct, you feel the need to share it and kind of share what's been on your minds, share some secrets, share, share some hidden things that have been bothering you um, to make some sort of progress towards change or prog progress towards um, understanding it a little bit better through um, communicating with someone that might have some sort of outside influence or outside insight as to why you're feeling this way or why things have been happening this way. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of releasing of things that kind of seem like they're out of the blue or out of the norm just because it's been on other people's, other people's minds a lot and they might now feel it's at a breaking point or they might now feel like it's time to share to kind of progress forward and move past whatever challenges they've been dealing with. Um, like I've been saying for this Mercury-Pluto glob that's been happening for so long, um, that's also can bring up a lot of paranoid thoughts, heightened imaginative state, or disturbing dreams, especially with Neptune in the mix. So be aware of when the mind is racing and you're having some sort of paranoid thoughts or like your heightened imagination is causing some sort of paranoid thoughts or disturbing dreams. Um, it might be a really good time to write down your dream journal and kind of analyze the deeper meaning behind those dreams that you're having. Um, that Mercury Neptune is a deep and probing mind kind of understanding the psychological meaning behind things. So pay attention to your dreams, no matter how disturbing, how messy, how undesirable they are, because it could have a lot of hidden meaning to them. Um, Mercury, Pluto, Neptune also can be things like heightened sensitivity to other people's motives, being able to see something that isn't there and kind of feel the energy, um, feel the feel its presence, like seeing beyond the veil. So it's it's feeling other people's energy, feeling other people's life force and kind of knowing the effect it has on the body. So people are going to be a little bit heightened to have a heightened sense sense of sensitivity, intuition, things like that. Um, I think that with Pluto, so Mercury and Neptune can definitely be like heightened 
sensitivity, heightened um, mental imagination, stuff like that. But I think with Pluto in the mix, it gives you it Pluto and Capricorn, especially in the mix, it gives you a much more grounded sense as to being aware of the effects that other people have on you where, you know, say someone's in a bad mood around you, you're feeding off their energy and it's causing you to be in a bad mood. But with that Pluto, you're in Capricorn, you're more aware of it and you have a better understanding of these aren't my feelings. These are someone else's feelings. Um, with the, with the Mercury Neptune, a lot of the times you can't differentiate from whose energy is whose, and you're kind of mixing these, these feelings and these thoughts as your own. But with the Pluto in there and the Capricorn, there's a little bit better understanding of how other people affect you in that way through some sort of energetic field or emotional field. Um, so just be aware of that. People are going to be much more, like you're going to be able to kind of feel people's energy a lot more and kind of mix those energies. But since Mercury and Neptune are creating a sextile, which is supportive, it might be a lot of compassion for the other people, other other people around you and kind of being able to feel their pain or being able to feel their, their struggles or their difficulties and, and offering some sort of support or help in a way that's going to break them out of this funk or break them free from some sort of um, draining energy in a way. Because when you're struggling and when you're depressed or when you're sad, it's, it's draining. So I think that it's, I think that even though Mercury and Pluto transits can be a little bit difficult. I think the fact that Neptune and Pisces is there to offer some sort of support, I think it's going to be really, really great for some people to kind of um, bond on a deeper level through some sort of energetic connection. Um, on a mundane sense for this Mercury stationing direct with Neptune and Pluto in the mix, I'm going to say it's probably going to be increased propaganda, deceptive ways of sharing information, twisting people's words, twisting twisting the information so that it sounds a different way, but it's still kind of technically true. Um, deceptive way, I don't know if I just said this, but deceptive ways of sharing information, um, obsessive thoughts over things and people kind of um, not being able to let go of it. Um, and it could also be somewhat of a fearful and anxious mind and others are able to feel that and play on that energy. So they're, they're aware of the fear and anxiety. So they're going to play into the fear and anxiety so they can manipulate and they can control and they can deceive. Um, that's on a mundane sense uh, as I get super deep and um, dark about this, but the way I'm seeing like Neptune and Pluto, it's like, it's playing on people's fears and, and using in that to your advantage and, and increased propaganda to, to kind of instill some sort of visceral feeling that, that is going to um, have people somewhat in a panic and have people somewhat obsessive over whatever you're saying. It's also things like powerful influence through words and speech, which is that propaganda, which is that um, deceptive ways of sharing information. It's being able to manipulate how people think um, and others' opinions by instilling fear and anxiety, like I said. So I, I just want you to be aware that just because we have Neptune giving some sort of support, 
it could, since we have Pluto and since Pluto has been such a heavy player in this, in this past like month, um, I think that a lot of people are going to take advantage of other people's heightened sensitivity to um, just energy around them. So they're going to try to manipulate. They're going to try to um, push agendas. They're going to try to kind of instill some sort of fear or um, anxiety with the message that they're sharing through some subconscious way of communicating, whether it's just throwing in little trigger words or throwing in little images that um, are going to bring up those sort of hidden emotions or those, those that like lizard brain instinct, you know, that's a very Mercury Pluto is like that lizard brain, that primal, like fight or flight. So, um, especially in the sign of Capricorn. So just be aware of that. We have, we have Mars and Capricorn as well too. And that, and that's going to add to that fight or flight, that aggression, that drive, that determination to kind of control and dominate. Um, so that's just something to be aware of <laughs> with the uh, Mercury-Pluto. Like I've been saying, careful with the information you're consuming, careful with the um, news outlets, all of them. They're they're all trying to push some sort of agenda. So I think using your intuition and using those feelings you get when you are hearing something or reading something is really going to help avoid those obsessive thoughts and that heightened sense of fear and anxiety um, brought on by others or brought on on purpose. So... Uh, I got really deep on you, but I promise I'll I'll stop. <laughs> so, um, the as Mercury is as Mercury is moving past its its um, eleven degree mark of Aquarius, where it had stationed retrograde, it's going to be exactly square Uranus and Taurus, and that's right around February fourteenth, February fifteenth. So this is part of the cycle too, and it, and like I said, we're gonna have Mer we're gonna have Pluto playing into mercury until that february 14th february 15th point when it moves away or excuse me what um when it moves i messed that up let me start over again so it's going to so it as it stations so as it's moving past its stationing retrograde point which will be february 23rd I, i'm sorry i said february 14th um it's going to be exactly square Uranus. So until February 14th, Mercury, Mercury and Pluto are going to be playing together. But then once it's out of its shadow phase, February 23rd, Uranus and Pluto are going to be playing together in a square, which is a challenging aspect. It's dynamic. It's some sort of conflict, some sort of something to overcome. It's, um, it's that um, squaring off energy. You know, we have two people that have differing opinions and they can't get along. So they feel the need to fight to kind of come to some sort of conclusion. Um, so with um, Mercury around the 23rd squaring Uranus, that could be that restless mind, rebellious nature, unpredictable messages or turn of events. Um, so pay attention to that. It could be something as it could be something very mundane that you've just kind of noticed in your life, or it could be some sort of big world event. I don't, 
I don't know. I don't predict the future. I just read the energy of what's happening. So um, that, but that's playing into this, this Mercury Pluto as well too, because when you're able to kind of use your intuition and kind of not play into some sort of fear mongering, fear-based um, control manipulation, something like that, you could be really restless for some sort of change or really restless for some sort of speaking the truth, um, uh, kind of sharing what you know and getting people to kind of feel that revolutionary energy where they kind of want to fight back against the man, I guess you would say. Um, so that's playing into that. So be aware around the 23rd of February, that rebellious nature, that unpredictable speech, um, unpredictable messages, or it's just a sudden turn of events where it's something completely out of left field that you couldn't have even really expected. Um, it could also be like just having, not having a filter when you're speaking. So you could have some upsets because you've been like kind of suppressing these suppressing these like understandings of other people's motives and then you're suddenly blurting out that like I know what you're doing and I know how you're trying to do it or something like that it's 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 not having a filter when speaking um speaking from the hip you know things like that where it's the the mind and the mouth are not connected it's um the mouth just kind of keeps going um and they don't think before they share as to how it could affect someone else. So something to just be aware of. I also think that it could be a, t a great time for um, a lot of mental progression um, when it comes to like this inventive, creative, genius way of, of um, operating in the world. But it could be brought on by some challenges. But when you overcome those challenges, it's sort of it works its way out and it's, you're able to kind of, um, move for, move, move into the future with a, with a refreshed sense of knowing or a refreshed sense of understanding something. So for this time period with Mercury stationing direct, moving back over the, 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 um, degrees it's already been at, I think that going within the unconscious mind and kind of discovering People, people's ulterior motives, discovering your ulterior motives, um, being aware of those like manipulative thoughts or those paranoid thoughts or your heightened sense of sensitivity to other people's f energy fields and other people's words, I think is going to really lead to some sort of turn of events when it comes to cracking the mind open and opening some sort of unlocked part of the brain that really helps you grow and progress into the future and in a very genius and inventive way. So Mercury retrograde, man, what a time to be alive. Um, like I said, all planets are direct now. After February 23rd, when Mercury moves out of its shadow period, I think things are going to really start progressing forward in a way that they haven't been for the past couple of months because we've had so many planets retrograde. Um, so we have until like February 23rd until May to really like move forward and kind of take leaps and bounds and, and grasp what we've kind of learned for these retrograde phases and apply it to life and, and really achieve what we want or make some sort of progression. Um, and then 
once again, we have a Mercury retrograde happening in May in the sign of Gemini, which is its home sign. So it's going to be a lot more powerful. So that is something to be aware of. Um, and now we're going to slowly have planets moving out of Capricorn, which is like Capricorn has been a big player this past month because it's Capricorn season. So, but we're going to have start we're going to have planets start moving out of Saturn ruled signs. So we're going to have planets moving out of Capricorn and then we're going to have them move into Aquarius and then move out of Aquarius. So things are going to really start. The energy is changing, which is great because it's been too stagnant for so long. That's what I feel like. Like I'm looking at the transits and I'm looking at the things. I'm like, oh, there we go. Another Mercury Pluto conjunction. Oh, there we go. Another Venus blah, blah, blah conjunction. It's been stagnant and things are going to start changing. The energy is going to shift. So I'm excited for it. Um, I, you know, I looking at the astrology ahead, I think that things are going to start moving. Things are going to start shifting. Um, that stagnant, stale energy is going to kind of be swept outside and we're going to have some sort of quote unquote spring cleaning of the, of the, um, of the cosmos where the energy is shifting. So I think it's great. Um, like I said, Mercury's stationing, so it's stopping. So things might get a little bit weird for a while, but it's going to slowly start progressing forward. And once February 23rd comes around, things are going to start moving fast. Mercury's going to be fast. Mercury's going to fly through Aquarius, move into Pisces, move into Aries, and it's just going to be great. So that's what I have for you today, guys. Um, I hope you all had a relatively easy mercury retrograde and it wasn't too terrible with the venus retrograde on top of it so uh have a wonderful day all and um i will see you later this week probably or maybe next week i don't know i might take a break bye